0: You're listening to South Bend Beat, produced by Alpha Dog Podcast. I put on, I put on, I put on, I put on, for my city. on, on, for my city. This week on South Bend Beat, we have Pam Comer. Pam is the director of the Pet Refuge, and we talked about pretty much everything within that world. We talked about how what the Pet Refuge has done, or is doing, has changed in the age of COVID. Uh what typically leads to adoptive pets, the need for adoptive pet parents in the area. Uh, We talked about fundraising and we answered a few common questions that come up for pet owners or prospective pet owners. And as always, we wrapped up with a round of Answer the Internet. And also, as always, this episode is brought to you by Martin Supermarkets pop into the side door deli. Uh, We have some content that's going to be coming out that's Martin's related. Uh, One of our other podcasts, Fully Grown Men, you can listen to Chef Brittany uh, talk about what she does and what Martin's has going on. And if you want to get more information, it's martins-supermarkets.com and you can find them on social media at martinsmarkets. So here is
1: Pam Comer. Enjoy.
0: How are you doing today, Pam?
1: I'm doing great for a Monday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and thanks for coming in on a Monday. Um, so we are actually recording the first episode in the new studio over here at 625, so congrats on being the first guest in here.
1: I feel privileged. It's
0: uh, You can see there's kind of wires everywhere and it's not tidied up yet, but uh, we're good. in the nonprofit life. You're used to changing on the fly, so I think you're okay.
1: Exactly. We got this.
0: <laughs> so give us some of your background. Are you originally from here?
1: Um, yeah, well, I'm originally from the Edwardsburg, New okay. Buffalo area. I yep. uh, went to school in New Buffalo and moved to Edwardsburg and went to work for a credit union, once again a nonprofit. Yep. And spent 29 years there um, as the executive vice president before realizing that you know, animals were my passion. Actually, I did both for a number of years before. Have doing you always Disney. been an animal lover? Oh, yeah. I will tell you, my dad told my husband she'll pick up every stray in the neighborhood, and, including you, son.
0: <laughs> dogs and cats, both ways? Yeah. I yeah. go bo-
1: As they say, I go both ways, <laughs> dogs and cats.
0: So um, being from the Michigan area, you said like New Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you big into the beach? Do you like the oh, water? Oh, we are. We yeah. are.
1: Um, we have a travel trailer and a pontoon, and we summer on not the big lake, but mm-hmm. a little lake.
0: And New Buffalo has some good eating up there, don't oh, they?
1: Oh, they do. They do. You can, you know, Stray Dog and yeah. all those places along, uh, along the waterfront. Absolutely. So
0: in the summer, you still spend a lot of your time in the New Buffalo area?
1: Well, my family is still in New Buffalo yep. there. Um, my brother just re- recently was elected one of the uh, city councilmen. And, oh, cool. Um, uh, my sister-in-law or my niece is on the school board that type of thing so it's transcended over the years my family has lived there since 1957 so speaking of election
0: without getting into the politics side of anything but from a bipartisan issue the first rescue dog is going to be in the white house yes you it see is this? yes it is that's pretty know? cool that, i mean that, that'd be good to use for marketing get it out there we'll figure out an angle yeah. we'll figure <laughs> out an
1: angle trust me trust me <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, t- talk, take us a little bit more through your professional background. Um, you said 29 years? I was 29 would, years
1: at a credit union in Elkhart.
0: So, like, what would a typical day, uh, w- let's say, toward the latter half, toward the late half of those 29 years? It's,
1: it's, it's still on the fly like yeah. everything else as yep. things come through your office and, and dealing with people and having those relationships with the members of the credit union and, and employees because I was heavily on the HR side. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always been a people person. So this was a great fit for me to be able to volunteer at Pet Refuge.
0: Take us how you got into involved with Pet Refuge. I mean, how, how long have you been involved with Pet Refuge? First um, of
1: all? I've been involved with Pet Refuge for 18 years now.
0: That's a long time.
1: It is a long time. How did you get into it? Well, uh, the credit union wanted to do a fundraiser for, during the holidays. And so we decided that we would, uh, get donation, do- dollar donations from our membership as well as, you know, items, blankets, food, you know, the, the normal stuff. And, um, they needed somebody to take it over to pet refuge because that was their charity of choice. So of course I took it over there being the animal person that I am, you know, I'll do it, I'll do it <laughs> kind of thing. And, um, I went over and, um, the people were extremely gracious and kind. And I thought, you know, this is where I'd like to be. This is where I'd like to spend my spare time. And so I filled out an application and, um, 30 days later, I was cleaning kennels in the dog department like everybody else does. <laughs> That's where you start. You know, you're scooping the poop and you're cleaning the kennels and you're loving on the animals and it does your heart good. It really does.
0: So you say spare time. That's kind of an understatement at this point. I know you spent <laughs> a lot of time on pet well, Refuge though. Well, it
1: kind of graduated, you know, and yeah. evolved over over the years is what it amounted to. I started cleaning kennels back in 2002. Um then moved on to do some fundraising, ended up on their uh, board of directors for a period of time, and then became the director of Pet Refuge. So, and I've been the director now for almost 10 years, so.
0: So, what all goes into being the director? Because um, Pet Refuge, one of the main parts of it is that there's a ton of, all all volunteers, Um, a lot of animals out there at any given time, a lot to do. Um, is it like answering phone calls and texts, being on site, a little bit of everything?
1: It's, it's a lot of everything. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's, you know, people coming in and wanting you know, us to use their services. And, and um, just like you, who yep. uh, f- runs our website. And in order to run, have our business, uh, you adopted a dog. I know that was I, the deal yeah. from the get-go. Well, <laughs> I,
0: As soon as I said, so some background are, uh, are almost two now, two-year-old miniature pincher. Uh, Bodhi, when I came in and, and I wanted to get to this because even talking when I first came in and talk, spoke with you and Sherry, mm-hmm. it is it was pretty clear that from a nonprofit standpoint, you guys get it and mm-hmm. you do it a little differently than other nonprofits, right. which is why it works so well. Um, but I will say you, you, you kind of just. Made me get a dog too, which I did. I did
1: because <laughs> you needed a dog that day. I know you did. I mean, y- you know, you're standing there and you're looking at him, and he said, and you said to me, "He says you don't have any minpins, do you?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah."
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yes, we have a men pin right now." And you're like, "Oh, we have this minpin coming in. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. only a year old." Mm-hmm. And uh, then when I went to the board meeting to kind of do the final wrap up on the website. You're like, oh yeah, so yeah, you're taking the minpin, pin, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Here's his leash, yeah. here's his collar, and here's a bag of food. Kyle, he's yours as of right now. <laughs>
0: and, he, and he's been awesome. He's, he, he's been great. and there, There's so many um, success stories like that. Coming out of Pet Refuge, people being able to get a pet that, you know, otherwise may not have found a home, and they come into the Pet Refuge. Uh, I assume that adoption days or adoption times are probably your most satisfying moment as a director.
1: Um, yes, uh, I would have to say a prime example would be a week ago. We have a dog, a little Jack Russell Terrier by the name of Pooh, and he had, um, his own little personality in it. And we always said he smiled with his teeth and that, you know, you can take it from there as to what that means. Um, Pooh came to us when he was a puppy, um, and he got adopted out and he lasted in that home six, about six months. And they brought him back for behavioral issues. And that's all they said on the little sheet of paper, behavioral issues. Well, unfortunately, Pooh stayed with us for almost six years. And last Saturday, a family from north of Kalamazoo, husband and wife, came down and fell in love with him. And at the age of seven, he went, finally went home. That's awesome. So, you know, those are the things that tug at your heart. Do, what is the
0: average, I mean, there's probably not an
1: average age, but are there dogs from
0: all ages? That yes. will get adopted out? Yes. Like even some of the senior dogs will end up finding right. a home?
1: Um, last month we had 21, I believe, 21 puppies that went through the system. Wow. So, you know, but then we have senior dogs and we have senior cats. We just don't have dogs, but we have senior cats and we have kittens. Our kitten cattery runs anywhere from 30 to 40 adoptions a month because there are that many homeless animals in our community, and that's, and that's the scary part, you know. We're just one little niche, and, you know, there's so much work to be done.
0: So when you are in a social situation, you meet somebody, are you, are you pretty much immediately putting the full court press on to get a, we need to get Jordan here. What is it, A beagle? Is that what you're always saying? Jordan, are you, you'd probably <laughs>
1: run from me, wouldn't you? I know you would. Well,
0: it's a beagle <laughs> named Barry. So if you have a beagle well, come to You through. know,
1: it's, it's funny that you say that because there's a beagle puppy being adopted today. So, but his name's not Barry, so you're okay. <laughs> you're safe. You're safe. But, um, no, not necessarily. People will come and talk to us. They mm-hmm. really will. Or if we're in a in a social situation and they know you're the dog person or the sh- you know, the shelter person. They want to talk to you. They mm-hmm. want to tell you about their if they have pets, they want to tell you about their pets and how much joy they've brought or what a difference they've made in their lives. And, you know, we love to hear that. We really do. And we love to see their pictures. And, you know, Facebook has been great for us because if we have, you know, show us show us your black dog day kind yeah. of thing, you know, there are our myriad of dog pictures and that come Facebook from your Facebook
0: following is <laughs> huge. You guys put out a call to action and, and it, it gets happens. answered. You know, we
1: recently put out a call to action for our rock stars who needed bladder surgery. We had, we, for some strange reason, we ended up with three dogs in a row that needed bladder surgery. Bam, bam, bam. And those are not small dollars because we do those kind of things mm-hmm. for animals. We do surgeries for bladder stones, heart um, heartworm treatment, amputations, whatever comes down the road. That's, you know, kind of, we're kind of known for it to be the, um, you know, the place to go where, you know, we're like, we're, I don't want to say we're like the Shriners, but, we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're always in there fixing, fixing somebody. And it's
0: right there at the ABC Clinic?
1: Well, we do a lot of our surgeries with the local veterinarians here in the area, Roseland Veterinary Clinic and Kreider Veterinary Clinic. They're both very, very kind to us and and discount their prices drastically to help us. So, you know, like I say, we're grateful to to them. Um, The ABC Clinic that you mentioned is strictly a spay-neuter clinic that we started in 2011. And And that's where the
0: little blue tattoos come from?
1: That's where your boy got his little blue tattoo. I'll
0: tell you, I didn't know that was a thing for a while.
1: Uh-huh. And I was like, man, he must have... Were you have... trying to wash that off? No, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm not going
0: to say I didn't try. Okay. I, I may have thought, like, did he get into a Sharpie?
1: Oh, <laughs> well, that's an odd place to get yeah. a Sharpie, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like, like, did he li- lie down on a marker or something? And then Tina's like, you know they tattoo that.
1: Well, like, leave I it to Tina know. to know what's going yeah, on, of right? obviously. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> but, um, no, and they, they've been in business since 2011. Um, they do anywhere from... Fifty to sixty surgeries a day, thirteen to wow. fourteen hundred a month. Um, yeah, they're they're uh, a rocking institution over there. We have um, three veterinarians that work there, a staff of thirteen um, altogether. Uh, last Saturday, this past Saturday, we did a vaccine clinic, low cost vaccine clinic there at the uh, ABC clinic, and we saw one hundred and thirty two animals on Saturday morning. Wow, how did COVID impact the pet refuge? Actually. You know, it's, done, it's worked two ways for us. Um, all of our adoptions are by appointment only, interviews and, and that type of thing. You submit an application on our website. Uh, we review the application. We do our various checks. Um, if everything is copacetic, then we go ahead and call you and set up a time for you to come in and um, meet the dog or cat that you were interested in. And if you don't find that it's a a workable situation, you're more than welcome. We'll, you know, we'll let you visit with other dogs and cats there at the shelter as well. And we're finding that, you know, we're getting people who are really, really serious about adopting Mm -hmm. dogs and cats and and not just, you know, the tire kickers like, oh, let's just go look at the cute dogs and cats, you know, for the day kind of thing, you know. Our work is hard work and you know, we wanna be able to be successful as many times as possible. And we've found a unique way to do that, you know, even during COVID, our numbers have not dropped. Wow. Uh, we're staying pretty consistent with what we did, you know, before COVID. So, um, and our people are very, very comfortable with what they're doing and they really feel like they get people who are truly interested in making a difference in the life of a dog or a cat. And the dogs and the cats are more relaxed too because there's not all these strangers coming through the shelter all the time. It's tough on donations. I'm not going to lie to you because you know we like to promote our shelter and how clean it is and how pleasant it is. And it's hard to do when you can't let people in the front door.
0: What is the most common situation that you typically see where someone's going to want a pet? Is it their pet had just recently passed? Maybe um, like do newlyweds usually look for a pet? Is there a common situation? I Uh, don't think that there's
1: one, you know, one that sticks out Mm -hmm. amongst all the others. Um, We do have people whose pet has recently passed and they, you know, they feel that emptiness and, you know, and they want to make a difference and they want to fulfill that. So it's a two-way street there. You know, Mm -hmm. they're making a difference in the life of that animal, but yet they're filling that void that they lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, and we always tell people, you're never going to replace the pet that you had. That pet will always have a special place in your heart. What you do is you make just a little bit more space for another one to come along mm-hmm. because you were a good pet owner and you want to be able to give that love and and care to the next one.
0: How many pets do you have? Three. Dogs and cats or all uh, of one?
1: We have um, dog uh, three dogs and a cat.
0: Wow. Is mm-hmm. that so... You have your full-time job, director of the pet refuge, mm-hmm. the four pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only so many hours in the day. Well, and but, I do
1: work part-time for uh, a company over at Elkhart of as well of in their do. HR department. But I only work part-time. I work three oh. days a week for them. So. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you go about, I, I could use some tips on dog training.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're talking to the girl that spoils spoils okay. her dogs beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not so sure that I'll give you the good answers, but I'll try.
0: Um. My biggest thing, and I know this is a breed issue, too, with menpins, but it's where if they get out, mm-hmm. getting, getting them to come back. Because it's they see a, a rodent. I mean, they're birds runners. go after rodents. They're, they're runners. Yes. They're hunters. Yep. So they see yep. squirrel, rabbit, something It's almost impossible to get them back.
1: A lot of times when we've been through training, they and I know this is the hardest, hardest thing to do as, as a pet parent, is um, call their name and turn around and walk the other direction. And it's kind of like they okay. they stand up and they look at you like, oh my God, he's leaving me, I gotta go, yeah. <laughs> you know. Then you know the rodent doesn't become as much of a value as you, the caregiver who is feeding and loving, and that that guy's leaving me, I gotta go with him. Okay. You know, So try it. You know, don't come back and tell me that your dog is still out on the run. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I'll tell you if it's successful. If it's successful, yeah. then I want yeah. you to tell everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: What about tips for a, as you know, my older dog is diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty close to nearly blind at this point. Mm-hmm. Any tips for a blind dog?
1: Don't move the furniture, Kyle.
0: Yeah. That's, okay. So... Because otherwise be they're into,
1: like little bumper cars in your house. You know, they'll b- walk up to something, hit their little head and turn around. So and go,
0: might be moving to a new house ooh, in the future. be careful. Do you think it would be, then be worth it to just get the uh, eye surgery?
1: Well, it, yeah. you know, if the eye surgery yeah. will help, most definitely. I have a blind dog in my home as well. She lost an eye to another dog. and oh, wow. And um, she has since, she's... Almost 16 years old. And, she, you know, we wa- we're very careful. We don't move the coffee table. We don't move any any of the kitchen chairs or anything. And she can navigate our house without too much trouble. You know, when one sen- sense is not there anymore, the other senses pick up is what happens. They become, you know, more cool. more pro- prolific.
0: Let's talk fundraising. Oh, righty. Um, My favorite topic. Right up your alley. <laughs> and this is, so when I said that I initially came and I met um, with you and Sherry. Mm-hmm. Quite the one-two punch you have there at the pet refuge. I know we'll for, get you. <laughs> for fundraising. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys just do it differently than other nonprofits. Um, I think being more upfront about the need for fundraising is actually refreshing to people. To where you know, you might go to some other nonprofits, and they might dance around the topic and not just. I mean, you're pretty straightforward. It's like, yeah, we need money. We have a lot of dogs and cats here well, that need it.
1: You know, and if you you've been to our building, yeah and if you go to if you on the outside of a building we're not very fancy mm-hmm. i'm not going to lie to you i mean we're a, a metal building yep but when you go inside that's where we spend our dollars yeah. and on the four-legged friends that are staying with us you know the money that we raise goes for medical and food and you know just general maintenance of the building we're not fancy but you know we're there to do a service and that service is to take care of the animals that can't take care of themselves to heal to love and to make sure that we find the best forever home. And
0: I've and I've seen your stock rooms too, and I think it would shock people how much food it takes <laughs> to keep all those animals <laughs> fed. Because it's not something you think about, but it takes a it takes
1: a lot of food. My monthly budget is almost forty thousand dollars a month. When you talk about that's medical eye-opening. and food and you know the general heat, like keep the lights on. Um, and that's you know.
0: with all volunteers.
1: And that's with three hundred okay. volunteers. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's talk about a few of the fundraising things that you do. I know in COVID it's gotten a lot more difficult. Uh, you still do the Amazon?
1: We do Amazon. Amazon. We do Kroger.
0: So if you're listening, you can holiday pop it. shopping. Amazon or Kroger, you can make yep. pet refuge your nonprofit of choice.
1: We're going to look at those dollars for holiday shopping. I mean, come on. Nobody's nobody's looking to go out and be in the streets a whole lot and you're going to sit in your recliner and you're going to do Amazon shopping, but make sure that it's Amazon Smile. Yep. for pet refuge.
0: And you get that little notification at the end of the month your your charity has raised this much yeah. money and that's We're always like, good to see. We're like woo-ha, let's yeah. do it. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> great. I love it. I so love it. So
0: how did uh And this is probably the part that was frustrating. How did COVID change some of your fundraising? Oh,
1: wow. That was a tough Uh, one. You know, we normally have a big event every year. We have a dinner and and silent auction and entertainment, just like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Whether, you know, whether it's Reigns of Life or whoever it is, you know, we all kind of do the the, the same genre. And when COVID hit, it was like, oh, my goodness. What are we going to do? And so, you know, we put our heads together. We ended up having a virtual auction. Um, Our sponsors held strong. You know, we went back to our sponsors and said, hey, we can't have, you know, in-person, you know, entertainment or fundraising. We're more than willing to give back your sponsorship dollars because we realized that, you know, you you, you had greater expectations Mm of us. And all of our sponsors – you know, stood tall and said, "You keep the money. We know it that's goes awesome. for a good cause. We know that you know you watch every dollar. You're good stewards of your money." And um, so we had a virtual auction and said, "And there were it, some cool items in that auction." I know, too. I know. Did you win anything? I did not. Oh, me um, either. Yeah, I never I did do. do.
0: <laughs> I I had a big win. It was like three years ago, and I got Sherry's Notre I know, Dame packages. I know. That's the only time I've ever been able to to win anything. I mean, a lot of people bid on. I that think stuff. that's
1: how I first met you. Was yeah, through, yeah, Was through you winning those tickets. And yeah. it
0: was uh. And it was uh, an, another sponsor that helps you guys out, um, Blake over at Mimos Pizza. Yeah, he and I yeah. we went ha- we went uh, half and half in on that. And uh, this year you had the Stephen King mm-hmm. autograph Steven books. Gra-
1: yeah, we had Stephen King autograph books there as well. Um, that went really really well. Um,
0: you typically have like a non-code. Do you have like ticket packages with Notre Dame?
1: We do. We do. Gift we certificates have certificates for um, restaurants. Yeah, supporters who have season tickets and that type of thing. Um, and the restaurants are very kind to us and very generous. Um, you know the Hilton Garden Inn the Gillespie Center usually uh, they have a fa- fabulous package that they've donated to us in the past where they do dinner for eight a private dinner for oh, eight yeah. and it, I, I participated in that last year oh my gosh it was amazing amazing
0: so what do you have coming up for fundraising or currently going
1: well we have an event called Tree of Lights again it's kind of a virtual thing we send out a mailing and you can make a donation of uh, dollar increments and uh, we have a tree this year at united federal credit union right on ireland road mm-hmm. and so your ornament or your toy or your little treat will be on that tree and th- they happen to be open so you can kind of go it back and mm-hmm. forth in there and, and see the tree um usually it was at Kreider veterinary clinic and they had unfortunately had to restrict the people that could come in and so they weren't we weren't able to put our tree there and it's been there for a number of years um, But United has stepped to the plate and said, we'll do this for you because we have, you know, members coming in and out all the time. And being a former credit union employee, I thought, (laughs) how about that?
0: (laughs) So how many dogs and cats do you have available right now, like ballpark?
1: Um, The shelter itself houses 30 dogs when we're full and probably another 70 to 80 in foster homes. Uh, Cat department right now um, is housing 83 cats, mostly seniors. And then our cattery, just south of us a little bit, is um, usually has anywhere from 40 to 50 kittens. And our foster cats have about 120. Wow. So, yeah, we have a lot of little heads to touch, you know, when it comes to all these guys.
0: So with COVID, have you been able to do any of the on-site stuff on the weekends? Typically, like going to a... Nothing no, at
1: all. I, well, and the other thing I have we have to take into consideration, Kyle, is a lot of our people that volunteer are seniors, mm-hmm. and with COVID being so um, difficult for the senior population, I, I just you can't risk yep. letting your seniors go out there. You just can't do it. So, um, you know, th- they're staying in the shelter and finding other ways to help us. And um, you know, we we have cats in uh, PetSmart North and South, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't ha- we don't have staff there. Is what it amounts to. Okay. But you can still go in and see our our cats there.
0: Now, if someone does, if they're listening to this and they're saying, I want to help out Pet Refuge, Mm -hmm. what's recommended is just a straight financial donation, dropping off food, toys, what is best?
1: The best is cash. You know, as they say, cash is king. That's just the name of the game. Um, But if you want to do something more materialistic, uh, we have a wish list on our website. That beautiful website, you know, that you created. Beautiful website, yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. (laughs) Uh, and it, it it does have uh, a lot a lot of traction. It really does. I mean, uh, we went through and changed our website with mm-hmm. you and have amazing comments and people, you know, love to go out and look at the it pictures. It gets a lot of traffic. It gets a lot of traffic. Man. People, you know, people love the new look. Yeah. They do. They're, you know, they're really pleased with it.
0: And, um... And obviously on the website as well, you have pictures of cats and dogs mm-hmm. that are available um, if someone and, – and it's recommended at this point to schedule a time to yes, come in so and Yes, what you're
1: going to do is fill out an applic- – if you see a dog or a cat on our website, uh, fill out an application. Give our volunteers a little bit of time to turn it around mm-hmm. and get back to you. I would say three to five days because they, just like myself, they work other jobs. We have teachers and – all kind, all walks of life helping, so they're at their regular their dog or their dollar-paying jobs as yep. we call it during the day, and um, you know their passion in the evening on Saturdays. So, like I said, give them a little breathing room; they will get to you. I promise you. <laughs> they want those dogs and cats out the door just as badly as you want one. Yep. So,
0: and what's the uh, typical out-of-pocket cost if someone's going to adopt a pet?
1: Okay, um, well, let's keep this in mind. Uh, dog adoptions are two hundred dollars. And if you were going to take Brody to the vet, yeah. to get all of his shots, a lot more, two hundred dollars, or neuter him, you're going to dig a whole lot deeper in your pocket than that, aren't you? So and
0: that's if, and that's not even saying if you're going to get your dog. I mean, if you're going to purchase your dog, go to a, a breeder. You're going to be out
1: mm-hmm. even
0: more. So yeah. going to the pet refuge, two hundred dollars is as a pet owner, especially with the older one being diabetic now, and then the younger one that need a lot of attention. I can tell you $200 is, I don't want to say it is a lot of money, I, it, I, but it's pretty close to nothing in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> and we'd like to share it. with
1: you too that if you feel like you need a senior dog that's maybe, you know, a little old and slow as we call yeah. it, you know, those adoptions are only $50 because oh, we, really? look, we look at the side uh-huh. that, okay, you're adopting a senior dog, you're going to probably have a few more expenses yeah, than you point. would yeah. if you adopted a younger dog. Yeah. Okay. So you know, and same same holds true with cats and kittens, that type of thing. So, you know, as they reach seven years of age, um, we reduce. So how rent. much is a cat? A cat, uh, kitten is a hundred dollars, yep. and then we are seventy five dollars. Wow, and then fifty.
0: Yeah, that that so it, the barrier of entry, if you think you can provide a good home for a rescue pet, is uh, it's it's right there. So whether you can help financially or,
1: well, I bring will bring t- in a pet. I will tell you, they will give you back that money that. Mm-hmm. What do I want to say? Those dollars in love a hundredfold They really will. They will. I mean, I wake up every day with my guys and you know, the day is always good when they're, when they're standing there waiting for you. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm sure Brody's jumping. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's go dad. Let's go dad. uh,
0: And and with my first dog, Deuce, I, when I felt I was responsible enough, I guess for a pet, I always wanted a Mimpin. That was what I always wanted. And with Deuce, it had to be like, I had to scrap together the money to get Mm -hmm. them. And it's, for both of them would pay, you know, pay it a thousand times over. Yeah. No question.
1: Yeah.
0: Want to get into some uh, rapid fire answer the internet type oh, questions?
1: Okay. Go. All right.
0: <laughs> have you ever been stuck on an elevator? No. Would you be okay if you were? Yeah, sure. Yeah? Yeah. If I, see it would, I, it would really frighten me. I think I'd want to be stuck with you if I were <laughs> to be stuck on an elevator.
1: <laughs> I guess it would have to depend on who you were with. Yeah. Huh? I, I think, you think
0: you, I think you would be able to calm me a little bit.
1: Aw. Yeah. yeah. I'll scratch you behind the ears. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'd <could> be good.
0: <laughs> um... What does a typical day for you look like?
1: Well, it just depends on which day it is, whether we're incorporating the part-time job or just strictly pet refuge. Um, I will tell you that uh, being the director of pet refuge, there is no typical day, Mm -hmm. and you are on call 24-7, depending on... What happens to be happening at the shelter is what it amounts to. So, I mean, if we have a dog that gets sick, we have, you know, and I have great volunteers. Don't get me wrong. This is not a one own show by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you know, you're just on call. You are. And um, you got to be passionate about what you're doing in order, to, in order to deal with all of that. And I am. I love it.
0: Do you ever have a time where volunteers know that it's don't bother Pam time?
1: <laughs> yeah, they probably can figure that out. Yeah, yeah they're pretty sharp. They're pretty okay. sharp, and it's you know, like, okay, this is not the good day. Okay.
0: It, or is there even like a time of the day where you're like, don't contact me after this no, time unless no, it's no,
1: not really. I mean, I always tell my volunteers if you're having a bad day, check the bad day at the door because you're going to get a whole lot better <laughs> once you walk through that door. Yeah. Because no matter how bad your day is, those dogs and cats are going to make your your day a whole lot better because they are so glad to see you.
0: How do you order your steak? Medium rare. Okay. Have you ever heard of medium plus?
1: No. Okay. Tell me.
0: Well, I, don't, I it, some people tell me it's a thing. It, apparently, it's a hybrid between medium and medium rare. But I'm always too scared to order it.
1: And I always order medium rare. Okay. I want to see a little pink there. Okay. A lot of pink. Actually. A lot of if pink. The yeah. truth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's the strangest thing you've ever eaten?
1: Oh gosh. I, probably, I don't think I have a strange because I'm pretty, you know, I'm the girl that puts the carrots on one side of the plate and the meat on the other side of the plate and the potatoes. I don't oh, co- you separate. Oh, I don't co-mingle my food. Mm-mm. Nope, sorry. I'm mm. the opposite. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to have a little bit of everything in a bite. You mix it all up? Well, I have a little bit of
0: everything in a typical okay, bite. Okay, no. yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> and will you eat them one at a time?
1: Uh, no, not okay, really. But, okay. you know, I, You'll still mix they up, can't they touch each can't other. Touch. None of this touching stuff, wow. okay? wow.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. When you hear the word successful, who's the first person that comes to your mind?
1: Wow. And obviously the first person didn't come to my mind because I'm sitting here thinking. Yeah. Successful, go. <laughs> <laughs> who? Oh, wow. I would have to say um, successful would be Jan Caudell who runs Resale to the Rescue. The, girl, the woman is okay. a dynamite. I mean, and she has touched all of these rescues with her donations and her work. I mean, and... I mean she's just she's got 10 times the passion I do I swear to God she does and she's just out there pounding the pavement every day 10 times I'd
0: like to see that oh please
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she does I mean Jane Cardell has made a world of difference in the life of animal rescue with the work she's doing with her resale shop she really is
0: do you say God bless you after someone sneezes
1: I just say bless you
0: bless you you just say bless you I say bless you all the time it's like an automatic yes. thing you say bless you yeah yes. what if you are with say <laughs> spouses and say the wife sneezes. Uh-huh. Do you give the husband first right to refusal to that bless you? Or do you just go right in? I, with I just go. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm
1: one of those kind of girls. Okay. I just go. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are granted the ability to time travel and visit your past self. You're only allowed to speak 10 words oh to your gosh. past self. What year do you go to and what do you say?
1: I would go to 1972. Okay the year that I graduated, so now y'all know how. I was going to say the year you were born. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not paying you for this (laughs) 1972, and I would have to say thank you to my parents for giving me the education that I got. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Would you date someone knowing all their exes are dead? Sure. (laughs) You'll roll that dice? Okay.
1: He doesn't know what he's getting. (laughs)
0: Who would win in a fight between a Navy SEAL with a toddler's brain or a toddler with a navy seal's brain?
1: Oh, the toddler. Yeah. 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 They'd win without that Navy SEAL's <laughs> brain. Come on. <laughs> Wait till you have kids, Kyle. Wait. Uh,
0: <laughs> do you have any um and they don't necessarily have to be sponsors, but say in the South Bend area, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're going out for a nice dinner. Do you have any favorite spots?
1: Oh, we we're, we're not passionate about any one particular spot. You know, mm-hmm. we have different tastes, so we go different places. Yeah. And um, you know, we don't we don't show favoritism. I guess. Is, is there a
0: genre of food that you won't touch? No,
1: not you really. like it all. Yeah. yeah, I'll try anything. Sushi. Once. Yeah, yeah, I'll try it once. I mean, you know, then we make our decision from there. You know, kind of thing. And Rocky
0: Mountain oysters.
1: I have, had Rocky, Ma- I have yeah. had Rocky. I have had Rocky Mountain oysters. What'd you think? Uh, they were good. Yeah, they they're were good. they're good. There was not a problem. We were out in Utah at Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. Were they
0: presented as like strips?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we went to believe it or not, we went to the testicle festival.
0: <laughs> Whoa. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> All right. Hold on. You've attended a testicle that, festival. Yes. And and Where is this festival?
1: In Springdale, Utah.
0: And it's just, it's like just nuts a everywhere?
1: Yes, it's nuts everywhere. Pretty much that's <laughs> the name of the game. You will never ask me to come back again. No, I know.
0: this is great. <laughs> Well,
1: <laughs> speak, Kyle. The speak. John,
0: uh, the category of testicles. Uh-huh. Is, are we talking just animal? Are there human? No, testicles? no, 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 no. Just animal. Just okay. Just, just no. As far as you know.
1: Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, we can only go by what they told us. Okay.
0: And, and it's uh, and there's just a bunch of Rocky Mountain oysters, huh? Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, we just happened to be out there. We were doing volunteer work at Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in the city. You know, the adjacent city You're had like, let's so, set up the testicle festival. It. Let's do it. I mean, it's got to be different. You got to. So it was beer and testicles. Does that tell you anything? Beer and nuts. Beer and nuts. Maybe that's where that came from. Beer yeah. And nuts. I Match don't know. made in heaven. Yeah.
0: All right. So <laughs> the last question I usually like to ask before we wrap up, um, say someone is listening to this and they want to get involved, um, whether it's on the pet refuge side or whether it's just nonprofit in general, or they just want to make a difference in their community. Do you have a couple pieces of actionable advice for them?
1: I would suggest they go to our wonderful website mm-hmm. and you know, Put their interest through our website because okay. that is monitored very closely. The turnaround time is amazing. Both on, well, and you could use our Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. And um, our, both of our administrators will be in touch with you and direct you to where um, – you, who you need to contact and where you need to be. And, take and then
0: Facebook and website, best place if they want to make a donation, volunteer, adopt, just hit –
1: Pet Petrefuge.com pet, yes, pet for a uh, website for adoptions. If they want to make a donation, that type of thing. If they want to know, you know what's going on on a daily basis on our Facebook, go to our Facebook page. Cause there's always something happening there. Always. And
0: we have a pretty good amount of business owners that listen to, if they want to sponsor in the future, yes, is it absolutely. right through the website, yep, right the contact through the form? website. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Absolutely. Pam, thanks for coming by today. It was a lot okay. of fun. I now have some, Something on my to-do list with a testicle festival at Utah. nuts, buddy. I just went to Utah like a few months ago, and now and you, I'm gonna have to go back for the festival. Yeah, it's festival. in the,
1: it's in the summer, and you know, probably with COVID, it was so probably it's hopefully
0: yeah. summer 2021. We're back with the testicles.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> I should have never said anything <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming I, by now First might seem like a lot, but they'all playing they rope with that on anything that I got and all I care about is my city man I can't say it enough. I done heard things about y'all that they can't say about us. I just hold it down for my side. I just hold it down for my
0: set. I give everybody a piece of this and I make
1: do. This has
0: been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com/podcast.